Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Now, last two weeks, we did part one on how to stay ahead of the curve. Then we did part two, how to hit the curve. And this week, I like this one, how to straighten out the curve. Glory to God. No matter what the devil throws at you, you can knock it out the park. Ooh, it will work for you, not some of the time, but all the time. No matter what comes. We had two people that were healed of stage four cancer in the last three and a half months. Totally free. They straightened out that curve and sent that ball packing, praise God. Isn't that a blessing of God? So go to part three right now on how to straighten out the curve. Maybe you got one coming at you. Get ready. You're going to straighten it out with the power of God's word. Take some notes. Be blessed. Watch this and receive from God. So this is how you straighten out the curve. Number one, you got to have persistence. Number two, you must have endurance. Persistence and endurance. If you want to build a good body of building, you start working. Work, that's persistence. You have to endure a little, for lack of a better way to say it, pain. And not too much where you destroy yourself. So I'm a very persistent individual. I made up my mind. Kathy is a very persistent lady. I mean, she kept asking me and asking me to marry her. And I just had to. <laughs> At least that's the way I saw it but she didn't see it that way. Persistence. And Kathy would set me up sometimes because she was persistent in certain things. Now, you know, I wanted to do my way. She wants to do her way, but we come together sometimes. Compromising, you know, and compromises really promise with a C-O-M on it. Dot com. You take the C-O-M off, it's P-R-O-M-I-S-E, it's promise. That promise is there. But you got to take the compromise, the comp off of it. Now, I want you to write this down. Remember persistence and endurance. How to straighten out this so you don't have time to be looking at other stuff. Now things start flowing the way they should. Write this down. When you do what the vision says, all anxiety is destroyed. And no hindrance is worth looking at. All anxiety. I do not worry about nothing. Why? Would it help? When I was going down in those airplane crashes, I wasn't singing, but I wasn't afraid, not because I'm some big guy, because I thought, would it help? And that was, if I'm going to die, well, in the next 10, 15 seconds, at least I might as well enjoy the last 10, 15, instead of screaming like crazy. Don't shout me down. I remember I was on a Delta flight, and we got surrounded by storms, probably got shit done. I don't know how they did it, and those days, you know, people smoked on planes and things of that nature. And I, was, I never would sit in the, um, I always like an aisle seat bulkhead if I could get it when I flew commercial or at least an aisle seat. But I had a window seat and uh, we were at 33,000 feet leveled off. And all of a sudden you're dung dung. And the captain there, Delta Airlines said, would you please extinguish your cigarettes and no smoking, fasten your seatbelt. We're going to be encountering some turbulence. Now watch this. When you do what the vision says, all anxiety is destroyed. Anxiety wants you to get, was trying to get your attention. And no hindrance is worth looking at. What, on that flight, I had my Bible and the man sitting on the aisle was an atheist. So he looked at me, Tom, and he said, are you a preacher? I said, uh, yes, sir. I didn't know he was. Never seen him before in my life, Jan. He said, I don't believe in God or you. And he cussed. I don't believe in your blankety blank God or you. And I just looked at him. 
And what I wanted to do was minister to it. <laughs> Lift my hands up and slap him at the same time. Ooh, I didn't know you was that close. See, because a punch is totally different from a slap. Punch, man, that means your business. A slap, that's insulting. Ooh, you make somebody madder when you slap them than when you punch them. I don't know why I told you that, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> Maybe that's some of the old days coming out, you got to watch yourself. <laughs> so he just cussing. And so I had my Bible like this, and I'll never forget it. I was reading it in Matthew's Gospel. I love the red letter edition Bible. And he was, he was reading a Hustler magazine. He said, hey, preacher. He said it loud enough for everybody to hear it. And he flipped to the centerfold, and his naked woman said, what do you think of that? He's just smiling. That didn't, shock, that didn't shock me. I went over to some more red parts and I flipped it out and said, what do you think of that? Yeah. And people applauded for me. He said, I don't believe in your blankety blank God. Well, all of a sudden, you know. And it's getting worse. I mean, people are getting thrown around. And I noticed he shut his mouth. And it just so happened, I happened to just turn to look out the window and lightning hit the plane and hit that engine and that engine exploded. The fire came out. And that pilot pushed that plane over down to get down and trying to extinguish that plane. And that atheist, everybody screams on a plane. You never heard screaming when you, like that. He went, oh God. And I couldn't help myself. I said, he don't exist. Enjoy your death. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I said, my God, your guts and blood are going to be splattered all over the place. <laughs> and beside you going to hell. <laughs> I was mad at it. And the Lord said, don't talk to that idiot. Satan's trying to kill you. Talk to the plane. I mean, we're going, I mean, this is, this is serious. We're dropping fast, boy. I unbuckled my seatbelt, and I start screaming. And they stopped screaming. I said, you devil from hell, get your hand off of this plane. I ain't ready. The Bible said I shall live and not die. Get out of here in the name of Jesus. And people that would not even look at me going, amen. 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 And all of a sudden, whoa. We start doing this, and he said, we're, we, we, we're going to land this plane. We, we're in major trouble. And the Lord said, keep praying. I kept praying, and, and people listened to me. I should have received an offering. <laughs> I'd have got back all the back tide for the last 30 years. <laughs> people give to you, boy, when they, when they think they're going to die. I said, Father, at the... Angels grab these wings and straighten this. We're flying like this. I mean, I don't know what happened. Something else happened beside that. I mean, boom, it went like this. When we landed, that crazy captain said, I want to thank you for flying Delta in the future if you're flying these. And people rushing to the door. They'll kill you rushing to that door. You just got to be careful. You better get out of the way. And, uh, but the captain wanted to talk to me. I said, oh, Lord. And I looked at the... Um, Atheist, I said, see, you don't, you're not an atheist because the first thing that came out of your mouth was, oh, God. I said, where's your Hustler magazine now? He went, I'm sorry. 
I said, you don't have to repent to me, sir. I said, but you better thank God I was on this plane. You better thank God I know how to pray. And it's time for you to go to church. He said, this Sunday. <laughs> it was a great day. And the pilot said, I guess the flight attendants must have told him what I said or done some prayer. And they said, I really appreciate it. He said, we were in major trouble. I said, well, I said, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how to help. And I said, I was directing my anger toward this passenger. And the Lord straightened me out and said, speak to the thing that's trying to kill you. See, see, Satan won't get your mind off of looking at something. See, he wanted me to become anxious. See, when you do what the word says or the, what the vision says, all anxiety is destroyed and no hindrance is worth looking at. You see, you got, you see, let me tell you what your vision does. Write it down. Vision always brings a message of truth. A true vision has truth, nothing but truth. And if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. And if he's the life, the devil can't kill you. See, vision always brings a message of truth. And then from that message of truth, a fresh impartation of duty. Now I'm going to say it over because you're writing it. And from that impartation of duty, a sacred gift of influence. Let me say it again. Vision always brings a message of truth. A fresh impartation of duty and a sacred gift of an influence. See, your vision is very influential, but it has to have a message of truth in it. You can't be saying one thing and then the next day saying something else. You can't be flip-flopping and changing your mind because see, if you don't know where you're going, what makes you think that people are going to know where you're going? And if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. There's so many people have passed up where they're supposed to be. A vision always brings a message of truth, a fresh impartation of duty, and a sacred gift of influence. I've realized by being in the city of New Orleans, I'm very influential. I didn't know that because my vision is a message of truth. Everything I've said to the, to the media, they saw it come to pass. I mean, today I brought out some people that stay in my house. There were 10 people trying to buy my meal. Ten of them stand in line. So the manager of the, of the uh, of restaurant, which was Zia's, said, uh, Reverend Francis, I know you come here a lot. And all My God, he said, it's everybody trying to buy here. What should I do? I said, well, I don't know. He said, but this man just insists. I said, do you know who he is? Well, I've never seen him before. I said, well, I'd like, well, I, 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 normally I just pay. I, I always pay. I, I don't have a problem with any of that stuff. And he said, but uh, I said, well, could I meet him or something? He, he will not take no for an answer. Then the other people saying, well, I'll tell you one thing. If he don't take no, I'm, I, I, if he don't do it, I'm going to do it. Well, uh, so I asked the girl, watch this. I said, and he paid for it all. And it was expensive. We had, well, we had 10 people with us. I think it was. Make a long story short. I said, did they take care of you? She said, well, I don't know. I said, well, go look at it and say we gave you a nice tip. I hope he did. And she said, yeah, he did. He did good. I said, well, you know, and I gave him some more money. She goes, oh, oh. I said, well, everybody got to make a living. Got to make it. She did good. She got that food out. I mean, it was a blessing. Everybody got to make a living. See, I've heard preachers say, "Well, I ain't, I ain't giving no tip." What's the matter with you? Maybe that's the only witness you got. You see, vision always brings a message of truth, a fresh impartation of duty. In other words, my duty to be a blessing in the pulpit and out of the pulpit, and a sacred gift of influence. 
So now I got a restaurant saying this today. I wished you would have let us know you were in town. We cannot handle the people because every time I quote where you ought to eat, people just went. There was a gentleman came up to me and said, man, I was at Commander's Palace. Some said, I went to Mr. B's. I went to Restaurante Filippo. I think y'all went there. Is that correct? And they said, and I, well, you know, I, I bring a lot of business. I don't mean a trifle. It's just the way that, why? Influential. Now, do I think I'm influential? Not really. I don't even think nothing about it. I'm just going to the restaurant because I'm hungry. <laughs> Pretty simple, isn't it? But you see, people believe what I say. Why? Because the vision I have showed them is a message of truth. And you can't be flip-flopping all over the place. A leader has to lead in tough times as well as good times. That's what I loved about General George Patton. I mean, God, when he hit the beaches of Italy, he said, there's only two people going to stay on this beach, the ones that are dead and the ones that are going to die. Now get your butt up and take this mountain. You have to do what you have to do. When the Marines hit Iwo Jima, 5,000 Marines died. But you know what? They had to get that island so they could get to Tokyo, so they could land planes to get there. There was a plan in, see, that, that MacArthur and all these different people were doing to get to Tokyo to stop this ter terrible war. What that meant was, was to straighten out the curve. You see what I'm saying? But if you're not speaking the truth, your troops will not fight for you. You see what I'm saying? And in the midst of that tr message of truth, you have to have an impartation of duty. In other words, you got to work yourself. You can't just be pointing fingers. And then out of that comes a sacred gift of influence. That's what Joseph did. And he got, he got in with the people. And he was a great prime minister. But he was there. They knew him. In fact, when Pharaoh, he didn't want to mess with it. He said, go talk to Joseph. I have total confidence in him. Joseph already knew what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. See, he was ahead of the curve. He knew how to hit the curve. He, who cared? Let the famine come. And he became very filthy, rich, including Pharaoh, in the midst of the worst time Pharaoh has ever seen. You see, in other words, when everything's going wrong, you can become a Rockefeller or a Vanderbilt. I wouldn't become Bill Gates, but, you know, somebody else. <laughs> and, and nothing against Bill, but I think he's got a few problems with women. Sorry, Bill. Your wife said it. You see what I'm trying to say? So when you understand that, you know, the truth is the truth. I don't know why people freak out over that. Just speak the truth. If a person's a heathen, say they're a heathen. If they're a Christian, say they're a Christian. You're not being critical. You're just being truthful. I've had some people say, you can never say nothing bad about anybody that's not walking in love. That's totally wrong. If that's the case, then Jesus messed up a lot. Well, because he looked at Pharisees, you snake, you hypocrite, you viper. And then when he's alone with his disciples, he said, beware of them Pharisees. I said, Lord, ain't you talking bad behind their back? He said, no, I'm not being critical, Jesse. I'm being truthful. See, if you speak the truth, truth will set you free. People will think it's criticism. No, it's a message of truth. Now write this down. Never lose the memory of the vision when it begins or when it began. Never lose the memory of the vision when it began. How do I do that? By recording it in your mind. Why? Because it'll bring constant thankfulness to God. Let me say it again. Never lose the memory of the vision. I go over it all the time when I first started this 45 years ago. Never lose the memory of the vision when it began. I remember when the Lord said, I'll send you all over the world. I didn't know how. I didn't know when. But I kept it. I recorded it in my mind. Don't it sound like Mary? 
she pondered these things in her heart. See, she was straightening out the curve in life. It brings constant thankfulness to God. I don't know why everybody was sad at the cross. Jesus so many times said, you killed this body, I'll be back in three days. Right. Ain't nobody believed it. How do I know that? Including the disciples, they ran. And the girls were coming to just anoint his body. So he wouldn't stink bad. Isn't that something? And he kept saying, hey, I, I, I'm coming back. I'll be back in three days. And you never lose the memory of the vision when it, where it began. Or by recording it in your mind, it brings constant thankfulness to God. In 1978, I thought when you became a Christian, when I went to full-time ministry, you had to be poor. I have made a lot of money in my life. I have been rich. And I have been poor, rich and better. You've heard me say it. Don't, it don't make you happy, but it make you comfortable while you're miserable. <laughs> it does. You ain't got to worry about, you know, things. you just pay it and go on. So when me and Kathy got out the music business, we gave away all our money, and it was amazing that they didn't like my long hair, but they sure liked them long dollar bills I had. Anyway, to make a long story short, you know, we got a regular job like everybody else, and, you know, just do whatever we need to do, you know, to live right and talk right and do right. And when I went into the ministry, gas in 1978 was 58 cents a gallon. I was driving a Toyota, and I couldn't fill up the Toyota. It had a 10-gallon tank. Now, before that, I could have bought Toyota. I mean, well, not the whole Toyota Corporation, but I could have bought a lot of good Toyotas. Let me just say that. And I was driving, and I passed the Lafayette Airport. I'll never forget. It's the greatest statement God ever gave me in my life, 1978. And a citation jet flew over my head. I didn't know it was a citation because I never really paid attention to jets and things, you know. And the Lord said, look up. And I looked up. I heard it that loud. Look up now. And he said, I'm going to give you a jet. And my mind went into fog. I thought to myself, well, I can't even fill up a Toyota <laughs> with a 10-gallon tank. How am I going to get a jet to fill it? And, he, and so the fog set in, see? And why did the fog set in? Because he had told me he would bless me, and I forgot about that. I had recorded it, but was suppressing it because I was looking more at the price of gas then I was looking at what God called me to do. And he, had to, and he said it like this, Jesse! Jesse! And I kind of come to my senses. He said, pull this car over. And I pulled it over. He said, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I went, what? He said, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I asked you to believe for it. That set me free. The pressure was off, Don. I ain't got to pay for it. Hey. All I got to do is believe for it. Now, you know, I thought that the pastor I was going to preach for would just get so excited. He looked at me when I told him that. He said, you're not going to get that plane, boy. You know, you just start not the ministry. And I thought, another idiot in the body of Christ. <laughs> See, he had forgot his. He never recorded when God called him. Isn't that amazing? So I started believing. And boy, did they laugh at me. That was 1978, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, no plane, 91, 92, 93, 
94. I wouldn't give up. I said, my God, man, I have a plane. And they said, you have a plane? I said, can you see it? They said, no. I said, because I got it. Because the evidence for faith is not seen. I kept rehearsing that, recording that, that memory. So what's next, ladies and gentlemen? So much more. You got to keep your vision moving. You got to keep your faith growing. Don't compromise and don't settle. You're just getting started. Jesse Duplantis' 2022 Visionary Conference, July 14th and 15th at JDM International Headquarters, 1973 Armand Boulevard in Destrehan, Louisiana. Admission is free. Go to JDM.org and register today. Because God wants to take your vision to a new level. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope today's message has stirred up God's vision inside of you. Like I said earlier, in the message, vision always brings a message of truth, a fresh impartation of duty, and a sacred gift of influence. God has all that for you. Why? Because he gave it to him. He wants you. To, it's going to come to pass if you believe this. We did part three. I mean, my Lord, part one, part two, part three, and it'll come to pass in your life. I'm also excited because of my 2022 Visionary Conference is this week. I hope you're coming. God's got a fresh importation for you. It is this Thursday, July the 14th at 7 p.m. and Friday, July the 15th at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Admission's free. If you can't be here in person, you can get, join us online on Facebook, YouTube, at totaljdm.org or on our free JDM app. There you go. But I want you here in person. I want you to sense New Orleans, you get some good food and get the spiritual nutrition you rightfully deserve. It's going to be a blessing. Partners, we couldn't do it without you. Your faithful financial support just pushes this ministry forward every time. I've said it so many times, I love saying it. 46 years of, full, of preaching the gospel, full. Never had a financial deficit. Why? Can you remember why? I trust you. You trust me? We both trust God. <laughs> I like saying it, even though all my staff says, he says it thousands of times. I like saying it because I do. We're also offering for our July partner offer to remember is always to prosper for your July partnership. See, when you remember, God will prosper you. Do you realize that you can prosper all the time? No matter what's going on in the world, I don't care what the world's doing. This message is going to bless your life. How do I get to remember is always to prosper? You can get your copy at jdm.org. That's a wonderful website. You'll be blessed. Thanks for joining me for this week's broadcast. If you want to view today's message, how to straighten out the curve in full, or any of the other teaching of this visionary series, you can do that all on our free, you heard me say it, free JDM app or at totaljdm.org. Why is it free? Partners. You send in finance. So me and Kathy had a meeting. We said, let's just give it away because the people are blessing. We can take this money now and get more people saved with it. That's what we do. I mean that sincerely. Thank you for being such a partner to this ministry. Thank you for praying for us because me and Kathy pray for you every day. Boy, I've been on television a long time. You know, I started with brown hair. Can't you believe that? Now my eyebrows are getting white. Lord Jesus, I'm starting to look like Mr. Clean. I wish I had his body, but, you know, but I got his eyebrows. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in. Don't miss next week's show, okay? Jesse Duplantis saying we love you. Don't miss our Visionary Conference. It is this week. God bless. Bye-bye.
Can you really have everything God has put on your heart? Can you ask anything in Jesus' name? Jesus says you can. Jesse's book, Your Everything Is His Anything, will revolutionize your life. Whether you have a vision, a dream, or something that your heart desires, Your Everything Is His Anything is going to inspire you to believe and achieve it all. It's time to expand your view of what prayer and faith can do in your life. Your Everything Is His Anything. Order your copy today. the words of Jesus. See, Justin Plans Ministries has one driving passion, one thing we ask in Jesus' name to be empowered and equipped above and beyond to effectively share God's message of salvation with the entire world. We want everyone to have an opportunity to know the real Jesus, approachable, personable, compassionate, and full of joy. That's the truth that we put on full display and invite countless others to know for themselves. We know he'll do everything and more. Why? Because we believe it, leading us to do the impossible for his glory. God called me to go. He said, go ye and I go. And sent people to link up in faith with the vision. That's you sending me to do the work. We are running further and faster than ever, infused with supernatural energy, shining the light of the gospel, seizing every divine opportunity. We're advancing and cutting through barriers to reach people right where they are. What shall I do for thee? Ask God for something unbelievable, something impossible. And you know what God will do? He'll walk off that throne and go get that thing for you. that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I Never Learned to Doubt, now available at JDM.org. 
The key to prospering spiritually, physically, and financially is not how much faith you got. That's good. It's how much you remember. Because you can have a bad day, but if you remember good things, it erases the bad day. Remembering is a very powerful tool and source.